This is Beer 30, a podcast brought to you by UF Pro. UF Pro connects badass people with accomplished missions by creating state-of-the-art tactical clothing. I made the devil run. Let's get started with today's episode of Beer 30. Open a cold one, kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome to our, actually the second part of the, where we left you the last time, the, you know, the cliffhanger. We didn't do that on purpose. We did that because I think what we would like to talk today with Darko, and by the way, Darko and I, but I guess you know us already, um, where, where we left you hanging the last time uh, is so important. That issue is so important. February 2022, not, not just regarding uh, how to pack my rucksack. I think what we experienced since, since last year, February, that is something which is going to have consequences, not just for the people which are involved, but also it will have impacts, I think, regarding the whole military doctrine. It's, at least as far as I see it, what we experienced there is that the first time we experienced a high-tech battlefield. A high-tech battlefield, which, uh, of course, the scenarios were always out there. Uh, People were thinking about it. Think tanks probably were doing researches in the hundreds or thousands. So... We all knew that this would be coming, but how it eventually will really look like and what kind of impacts it will have, I think only now we are experiencing that. We see that, we observe that. And I think we are at a very similar point uh, like uh, like Vietnam. The, yeah. the U.S. military was going there with their Second World War doctrine. Their Mm -hmm. organization, their armor, whatever, their tactics, everything was still very much influenced on their experiences from the Second World War. Mm -hmm. And what we are experiencing now there in in Ukraine, that is new. I mean, before... Brand new. Before there was Afghanistan, you were there, you know what that was. Um, Just from your observations... um, how, how do you rank that? Where do you see the differences? Well, hi, everybody. First, uh, it's really great to be here. And uh, this this is probably a very, very talked about topic. Of mm. course, information coming from there, uh, we can only form our opinions. Mm. Uh, researches sure. and everything that we'll leave to the experts. Mm. But this is a very big game changer. Like you just said, up to now, everybody or doctrines were based on our, let's say, war on terror mm. scenarios. But I do have to say that a lot of Western militaries caught that maybe mistake mm. uh, to be over-focused on uh, uh, war on terror yeah. and started looking into what should we implement in our doctrines for the next war. Hmm. Again, like an asymmetric war. 
So, and sadly, yeah, it never. What 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 the thinking was? Yeah. You say, okay, well, you have you have uh, uh, the opponent, and that is hidden within the civilian population, uh, just popping up, uh, doing really bad stuff and really harmful stuff to our mm-hmm. forces, and then disappearing within the civil civil population. Uh, now it's different. So asymmetric war turned again. Uh, towards a conventional war, uh, a high-tech war, which is another dimension. So not just that it's conventional, but it's mm-hmm. a high-tech uh, battlefield. And what we can see right now is uh, th- this will probably uh, render a, quite a lot of doctrine changes and uh, new things coming into uh, into play or into real life. One of those is piggy banking of... Uh, the the previous conversation we had about mm. uh, how to pack your backpack. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is our topic, actually. Yeah. So no, no issues, that, no yeah. issues. But yeah. uh, it's because all the warfare, nobody was prepared or nobody had a clear vision, at least this is my opinion, of what the next war will look like. Now, when we can see it, we see it that it's, it's going totally in a different way that everybody was, let's say, uh, predicting it's going to go. We see a lot of fast movements, uh, hit-and-run tactics, which are called in a different names. Mm. Uh, we see an overwhelming use of artillery. Uh, we see... Drones. Drones. We see drones. We see a lot of things that are fast-moving, and uh, what is probably, let's say, pretends to our topic is if you check uh, your YouTube channels and see the, the footage that it's posted there or any of the social medias, it doesn't mm-hmm. care, doesn't uh, have to be just YouTube, you will see soldiers from both sides not having any backpacks. Yeah. So... That need for high mobility in the battlefield mm. is overweighing the yeah. need, uh, at least in my opinion, overweighing the need uh, to have to be ready to be able to survive for a certain extent of time. Because in the battlefield like that, I mean, taking into account that um, in excess of 50,000 artillery rounds are being shot. In, on a daily basis, fifty thousand. Yeah, so that's five zero and then three zeros. It, it's enormous. So your survivability there, I don't know. Probably somebody calculated it. I have no idea what it is, but it it's not that long. Mm. So in order to increase that survivability, what the twenty four hour pack did <laughs> is probably now on the on the side of mobility. So mm how to hit and how to get out of there because you know that Hmm. portion of artillery shells or rockets or whatever that's coming in indirect will come at you. So you, one way or the other, or you take cover. Not just in half an hour. No, no. It will come in at you once they have detected you. And the time that they will detect you is, is I, I don't know. Probably less than five minutes. If you're unlucky and the drone is already looking at you, then you're already detected. Then you're already dead. Yeah. 
but uh, signal also the, like, mobile telephones or things like that. I, I guess if you forget to, I mean, yeah, leave, leave your mobile telephone at home. Then that's I, I, a whole I, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. That's uh, suicide. Uh, guys, suicide. Guys, we're uh, having uh, telephones and, uh, with them and uh, and especially turned on. I mean, they can be turned off. They they give yeah. out the signal anyways. Uh, that's a big no-no <laughs> in this kind of fight. But yeah, this is what we're seeing. I mean, every footage that we that I look, I, or let's say ninety percent of the footages that I ha- look into, uh, nobody has a backpack. Yeah. Nobody's wearing anything else except their body armor. What they need on their body armor, and everything else is in their pockets. <laughs> and when we're saying everything else, this is like bare minimum. What they need mostly to fight, mm. secondarily to survive. Mm. So water. Water, first rations, aid. and first aid kits yeah. and stuff like that. Probably, that looks probably, like this goes second. And probably, the first. Pro, pro, sorry to interrupt okay. you, but probably even rations, you say, well, will I take it with me? Because you are within, you're in civilization. You're not out in Afghanistan. You're in civilization. So worst case, I go to the to the neighbors and ask them for... I don't. A goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe not a goat, maybe a chicken. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of a piece of bread. <laughs> okay. I'm the modest guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I like my commodities, but yeah. <laughs> m- maybe, maybe, but this is what we're seeing. And uh, I think this is going to change a, a lot of um, Western-style doctrines. Mm. Uh, and it's going to bring a lot of changes in the militaries uh, all across the world. Mm. Uh, and this is going to have a big influence on the previous topic mm. that we were talking about this. And does it even make sense to have a 24-hour backpack with you? Yeah, question. I mean, that is, that is actually, that is also a question... I mean, nobody nobody knows here where we are or where we are heading. But I guess that you guys, uh, you have your your own opinions about that, and we would really, really appreciate if you leave these uh, in the comments uh, because that would be really interesting what you think about. Because, again, like I said already in the last one, me as the guy who develops products, for me, it is super important to know uh, where we are heading at. Because whatever what, whatever we start to develop today will be out in the fields only in two years. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, like I said, I challenge everybody to look at those uh, those videos, and you will see mm-hmm. their uh, cargo pockets are always full. Uh, their pouches on uh, on their uh, plate carriers or armor. Uh, they have specific mm-hmm. things that are. Focused on fighting, not on surviving. And at the same time, you have to, uh, you know, be, you know, as slim-lined as possible because you are, uh, you you are sitting in vehicles. You are transported with yep. vehicles. You are in in tight spaces, and you are operating out of tight spaces. So so not just a space in my potential backpack or or pockets or wherever is uh, is limited. I mean, the space of the vehicle or whatever transports me to the spot where I then start my mission. 
is very limited. It could be it could be a goal five, which was uh, just taken by by the by the team, and that would actually be a luxury because the APCs have yeah. even less space. Than, <laughs> yeah. No, really, no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about ten people <laughs> going in a goal five. You know, but but you're right. I mean, you're operating out of really limited limited space, and uh, I mean. God help that you are getting caught when you're exiting that vehicle. That's the first thing, of course. And the the first target for any infantry unit or any unit mm. whatsoever is going to be that big vehicle. Yeah. If it is a Golf, okay, if it's the biggest vehicle mm. in sight, it's going to get shot. Mm. If it's an APC, it's going to be the APC. Mm. So whatever you leave in there... Mm. So the luxury, like you mentioned, having having your stuff or kit in the Humvee, out out of discussion. You could leave it there, but you'll have to count on it. it. Yeah, Uh, don't count that that's going to be there in a couple of minutes. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and that taking this into account and what we're seeing right now, so soldiers going into villages, into their trenches, and Mm -hmm. everything as light as possible, mm. it it just defeats that mentality that we had before mm. in the war on terror, mm. where it was a very good idea to have a 24-hour uh, backpack with you mm. uh, to carry extra stuff. Here, there, there's a couple of uh, uh, videos that I saw uh, with soldiers moving with their backpacks, really mm. big ones, mm. uh, probably 80, 90 liters. Mm. They, they, going, they just get mowed down because yeah. they, they are so slow because of yeah. the backpacks. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know which side yeah. it is. I have no details. And it might be way behind the lines. Yeah, but the thing is, they were too slow to move what it looked like as they were they were getting mowed down one after the other mm. and they just couldn't move faster yeah. sure. uh, because of all that heavy weight. Why didn't they uh, discard their backpacks? I have no idea. We're not going to get into this surprise. Yeah. Caught by surprise, you know, as, as things are so fast, that battlefield is changing probably so fast. But, you know, guys, I'm just a guy sitting here comfortably... Uh, with his water, I'm still fasting. Um, and, and the beer. And, yeah, and, and talking about what you're doing out there. And that is, uh, you know, with all my respects. I mean, y- you have your stories to tell. Like I said, leave your comments if you wish. Um, and, um, you know. But like I said, what I can see, more, more and more soldiers, or I'd say 90% of the footage is, Soldiers relying on their pockets and, uh, let's say, load-carrying systems Mm. to have on them what they need Mm. for the current fight. Mm. Not for the tomorrow's fight, Mm. not for uh, the the fight in in two hours that's going to take, but the the fight that's that's going on right in front of his face. At At the same time, like we said already before, because speed is of the essence you don't have to overpack for example your 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 pants 
because I mean, these are your wheels. <laughs> they, yeah. That's what is giving you speed. So what I can imagine is that the more you have in your leg pockets, the slower you are, uh, because it hinders you in your movement, which is clear from an ergonomical point of view. Definitely, uh, and especially once you start moving like really fast, uh, when uh, then if the pockets are really, uh, let's say, heavy, hmm. whatever you put in there. Your pants start to pull down. Unless uh, you have UF Pro pants. Unless you have UF Pro pants. Uh, you have stuff dangling around uh, that can hurt you. Yeah. It's not going to be like a critical wound, but it's going to be a nuisance. Yeah. And uh, well, but Probably you don't feel that nuisance when, when, when shit really hits the fan. But you do. Uh, you do? You do, but usually you feel it when you're not supposed to. So when you have a moment of pause... Mm. You're, you start focusing on something other mm. than what you should be focusing, and that's losing, having your eyes on the on the losing, perimeter, losing the awareness. Yeah, and the, the, that's that. Those are then the distractions uh, that just mm. pile up that shouldn't be there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, in the, in the, what I'm seeing is uh, the the 24 hour packs and mm. even the larger packs. Again. Let's not talk about special forces guys, yes. uh, deep penetrate, mm. uh, yes. penetrating units. Yeah. That's a total different uh, ball game. Mm. Uh, but the guys in the field, uh, they are not having, in most of the cases, what they can wear and what they have in their pockets. That's what they use to fight. Mm. And uh, I presume that the attrition rate for basic soldiers' gear, so mm. talking about uniforms, armors, and uh, play carriers and, and helmets, just has to be overwhelming mm. for both sides. Yeah. Uh, so every little commodity is very, very, very precious. Mm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like I said already uh, before, this is. This, I, I think where we are at the moment is that crucial point where things are starting to change so dramatically that it's just wild guessing. Whatever we do, it's wild guessing. Only the guys out there, they really know where it is going. And we are the two smartasses sitting here comfortably and talking about things which I didn't see, you didn't see. Uh, we just hear things and... Okay, you never know whom you can trust or what information is really reliable. So the more information we are getting from you, not secret information, but what you think in which direction it is going in, in which direction, you know, also our our development efforts should be going, having in mind that there is such a dramatic doctrine change. So every feedback... It will be. It will be. Every feedback is so important for us because... Uh, we're all struggling. And, yeah, and we're seeing changes. Like I said, I don't think, I don't have a, a, a feeling, let's say, that the West anticipated uh, what is going to happen. Mm. We were all sure about 100 or a thousand things, but mm. like we said in the, the in the previous part, mm. 
every plan yeah, yeah. does not survive first yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah. And none of none of let's say our current plans looks like or assumptions mm. should be better. Assumptions uh, were right. Mm. We were assuming a lot of things which turn out to be very, very wrong yeah. in the West. And uh, that's because probably, again, my opinion, because our way of thinking was faulted to some extent. But this is something that gives us a real-life view. Mm. And this will get definitely implemented. And believe you me, I mean, all of the Western world is watching this very, very closely, what's going on, because they know that this is something that everybody in the West or everybody across the world is missing. Mm. Mm. And uh, I'm sad to say, but it is a something uh, that needs to be learned from and incorporated into all of the doctrines across mm. the world. And we have to follow. Yeah. We have to support this. And, you, you know, you know, but the thing is that, <clears throat> you know, What happens now, uh, consequentially, will lead to a doctrine change. That doctrine change will then be imp implemented in organizations which are usually not the most flexible organizations. Never until are. that trickles down to the type of products that we are producing, that we are uh, developing, uh, you know, which will be always then the least... <laughs> products which are of importance. Mm. Uh, so this is usually a process that takes 10 years easily. So, so this kind of change, um, it's so dramatical. That, it is. That again, as many comments that we are getting back, the better it is because it really helps us to speed up the process to be a little bit ahead of of eventually we are told by somebody which was already logic from the beginning. Mm -hmm. If you're looking carefully and with a smart brain at it. So it takes a lot of rewinding oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and paying attention to details. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, mm, like we said uh, a little bit back, looks like our uh, bailout pack is yeah. Is something that's more or less I'm not going to say forgotten because mm. I am a hundred percent sure that all of those guys mm. have a, a backpack somewhere mm. back in the trenches or the secondary trenches or somewhere safe where they can come to it. But how is it packed and what's inside and mm. what is the size of it? Because mm -hmm. they know it's going to get left behind. And they know they can get to it if they survive. Yeah. And they know they will not take it into the fight. It has to be, the composition has to be totally different and more oriented towards a lot of different things. Because mission essential things mm. looks like they go on the soldier by himself. Yeah. Not in the backpack anymore. Yeah. 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 And uh, what, I have, what you have in your pockets, what you have on your weapon, mm. that's what you fight with. Mm. Uh, nothing else. Uh, even if it goes into the night, hopefully they have MVGs mm. somewhere handy yeah. and everything else. And um, 
It would be interesting to see, uh, but this definitely, let's say, nullifies whatever we were talking before for the future, and this will totally change. But nevertheless, it will follow a couple of uh, same logics. Yeah, Uh, that's exactly what I wanted to say. The basic logic is, of course, the same. It's just that you have to adapt it to this totally changed environment. This totally changed new high-tech battlefield. Yeah, it's still oriented towards, at least I think, towards survivability. But that survivability now means you have to be highly mobile, which the backpack kind of is not for that. No, not really. So that means you discard of it. uh, And you have uh, things that you fight with on you. So you have a better chance to survive and beat the enemy mm. to get back to your back yeah. and um, maybe have that, I don't know, uh, that ration that you have in there or whatever. Uh, but it looks like in terms of that survivability, backpack has been discarded mm. and is left somewhere else mm. in order to increase the possibility of survivability in terms of mobility. That was too many E's. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's 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 like this, uh, so the, the backpack will be still there. Uh, in there, some but, shape or form, yeah. But it will be somewhere else. I mean, you wouldn't have it anymore where you would have had it before, like the Humvee or the whatever. Uh, you have it somewhere else stored, but um, uh, you definitely wouldn't take it with you into the battle because you could be really sure that the vehicle that brought you there will not be there anymore mm-hmm. when you're getting back. Well, well, at least my assumption. And I will be really surprised if uh, the, the backpack manufacturers does, don't pick up off of that because mm-hmm. as the way I see it, most of the backpacks are being left in a different environment as before. Mm-hmm. So that means probably some design changes yes. are going to be needed because yes. if you leave a, leave a backpack in a trench in Ukraine in the middle of winter, I, I don't know, maybe it's going to get wet. I have no idea. So is, is that cover that they offer, is that enough? Mm. In my experience, kind of no, because mm. you don't have it on the back. And if it's, it is something that I think uh they should pick up on and uh yeah adjust it but yeah i think backpack will stay there yeah its usage and its packing will drastically change for the military yeah. Yeah. but i don't think the mindset will change i think this is the the mindset that was set during the I could, we could probably say all of the wars from mm. Second World War onwards is uh, to have something with you to increase your survivability. Sure, absolutely. I mean, will always be there, and and I don't see this backpack, nothing else uh, but this. Of course, a lot of uh, various factors come in. Sure, but this is the main. I mean, idea. I, I I totally agree. The only difference is. You're saying the the backpack with the things uh, that hold whatever it takes to survive. It's just that whatever it takes that has changed Mm -hmm. dramatically. And where I can store it will 
probably yeah. changed totally. Yeah, where it's going to be left. Yes. Like I said, you don't want to be taking it into the front lines because mm. you will have to move. You will have to be mobile mm. quite a lot. Mm. Uh, and that thing is a hindrance. Mm. However small it is, it will be a hindrance. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I guess... I guess from from our position here, we just can wish guys luck and <clears throat> that they uh, stay safe as much as possible. And uh, um, I, I I see already a, a couple of conversations that we are going to have around uh, you know these new or these changes, these uh, consequences we are which are coming out of this experiences on a high-tech battlefield. I see there already a couple of uh, good conversations and maybe we will succeed also to get, you know, also people here uh, that could discuss together with us uh, their experiences mm -hmm. uh, in these changed scenarios uh, because I personally, I don't want to rely on what I see on media. Uh, let that be YouTube no, or whatever. No, definitely. We all know that... Uh, It's this is another battlefield, which is of social course. media. That's a of battlefield which is going on as well. So with a moment of pause, I guess for for now, I think uh, I, I think uh, the only thing that we can say is everything is going to change, and the changes that we are going to see will be dramatically in which direction they will be going. We we have a sense in which direction it is going, but. Uh, we would be really thankful if you check in when we are having our next talk because these things, like I said now already for the fifth or sixth, sixth time, these things are important. It's crucial. It's actually what all our development is about that we take into consideration. The small guy. The small guy who is out there, yeah. who is actually risking his life. Yeah. Uh, And so, therefore, for today, well, I, you can see that I'm a, a little bit, a, a little bit depressed because of the things. But all we can say is that thanks for checking in. Stay safe. Stay safe, and looking forward to you know maybe having a talk with you, and of course also your feedback. Um, and see you at our next beer 30. Bye, guys. So there you have it. This concludes another episode of UF Pro's Beer 30 podcast. Want more information about UF Pro and tactical clothing for professional end users? Then please visit ufpro.com or follow our channels on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Let's go!